0: So you're hey, guys. Welcome to the podcast. This is the So Your Podcast. <laughs> it's the first episode, and I am here with the lovely Latasha James.
1: Hi, guys.
0: <laughs> uh, Latasha is a local entrepreneur, social media guru. Uh, glasses influencer, wear. Glasses wear, coffee drinker. <laughs> um, and she is sitting down with us to talk about... Uh, misrepresentation unrepresentation of uh people of color in things like the media tv movies um would you say that is in line absolutely in
1: social like i'm I'm a social media manager so i feel like um i've experienced quite a bit of that
0: Mm -hmm. so you're unrepresented
1: (laughs) i guess (laughs) i guess you could say that
0: yeah i would agree yeah (laughs) um so to kind of kick things off, uh, do you feel that there are enough women of color in the media?
1: Um, no. Well, I think it's definitely getting better. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe it'd be helpful to if I explained to the people what I am, yes. <laughs> which is a question that I get all the time, oh, yes. which I kind yeah. of hate yes. when people ask, what are you? Mm-hmm. But I'm mixed. I'm so mixed black and white. Um in very simple terms. And so I feel like I definitely have some like dual conscious consciousness, if you will, when Mm -hmm. it comes to all of this stuff, but I definitely feel like in the past really 10 years or so, like we're definitely getting better with having women represented women of color represented, but I think not always necessarily the right way. Mm -hmm. And definitely like we have a a ways to go for Mm -hmm. sure.
0: No, I can see that. Yeah. Um, and I think that, kind of like what you were saying, too, of like, yes, we are getting there, but, and people are saying, people are speaking up now. Mm-hmm. People are um, not afraid to be like, hey, like, where's the representation in this, not yeah. and the other thing? Um, and I think we want to talk about, too, is uh, do you feel like it's um, kind of like social accounts of maybe people of color mm-hmm. or just people uh, from different backgrounds are harder to find just because there isn't that many out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like like, that's the
0: only reason or do you feel like there could be some other factors in there too?
1: Yeah. It's a struggle. I actually had this conversation with like a fellow female of color and I also want to say too like I'm not like the spokesperson by any means Mm -hmm. for an entire community as I'm sure you feel about the communities that you're a part of. I can only speak to my experience but... I did have this conversation recently with another woman of color and she was asking me like in the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial community and like podcasting community where are the women of color like have mm-hmm. you found any have you found any support groups like that type of thing and I don't necessarily think that they're not out there. I think one of my frustrations is that we don't get the same amplification or I guess credit yeah. and and I hate to even say this cuz I feel sometimes like so I don't know, like whiny and like poor me, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) and, and also, like I said, I'm mixed. I I do understand that I have some degree of white privilege too, but you know, even, even just in the media, like when you think of who's the most popular black actress that you can think of, a lot of people would probably say Halle Berry or Mm -hmm. something like that, who is also biracial, who -hmm. also has conventionally white features. And like, so there's colorism that plays into that too, because you know, darker skin, black women don't get the same, Praise necessarily yeah. as a Holly Berry, and then a Holly Berry doesn't get the same praise as a Jennifer Aniston. You know what I mean? Like, someone's like,
0: I, "How white are you?" Is the <laughs> game that everyone's trying totally, to play? Totally. Of like, or how on the spectrum? Yeah. how far do you sway to a, the more re- relate, more being more relatable? For
1: sure, and um, I and I think that's what it comes down to. Like, I think people. J- naturally gravitate to people who look like them, which Mm -hmm. I I totally understand to an extent, but at the same time, for people of color, we don't always have that luxury. Like, Mm -hmm. I started my kind of online journey as a makeup, like a makeup blogger, a makeup YouTuber. And so I get it if you're only following, or not only following, but I get it if you naturally gravitate to watching makeup tutorials of fellow white women. If you're a white woman, because the colors are going to make sense for you and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But like... In the grander scheme of things, like now I make content for everybody. Yeah. I make content that's helpful to you. I mean, you like my content. You're yeah. a white man, like so. I absolutely love it. So <laughs> Thank you. Pl- plug. go no, follow. I'm just <laughs> just a plug. But yeah, it's 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 hard because I do think that people don't like. Not many people are like you mm-hmm. in that way. I think a lot of people still want to be want to find themselves in the creators yeah. that they support. And it can be frustrating. Like, I'll see people who just started and, like, don't have the production level that I have necessarily. And don't have the experiences that I have. And they're getting invited to speak at, like, VidCon on panels and stuff. And, you know, those are places that reject me. And you have to think, like, hmm. What's going on here? What's what's different between her and I? You know what I mean? And I hate to think like that. And I want smaller creators to get amplification. But, yeah. People that was a very long answer. I'm sorry.
0: No, and um, <laughs> part of the reason why I want to do this podcast and what I kind of mentioned to you too is that I feel like when people look at other people, mm-hmm. as a human nature, we want to categorize them. So it's For like sure. when I look at um, somebody, I'm like, okay, what are they? What what's yeah. their what's their race? It's almost like it's you just can't just help natural. it. You yeah. want to categorize them. Same thing with like gay community. Okay, yeah. he talks a certain way. He's definitely gay. Yeah, he's not gay. <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, Growing up, I remember people would, like, tell me, be like... Or now, even after coming out, people would be like, oh, they're totally gay, right? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I don't... Okay, I do have good gaydar, but... Yeah, because <laughs> Mine that's is terrible. That comes from eye contact, though. And that's why they... That's why okay. gay men always have, I think, the better gaydar, yeah. is because, like, I'm the person someone's looking at... Right. In a certain way, yeah. that I'd be like, okay, they're definitely, like, staring me down or yeah. checking me out. Um, but I want to do this because... People don't want to think about those extra layers that are underneath someone's personality, Mm -hmm. their background, everything like that. So like somebody might be like, oh, look at you and be like, I can't relate to her. I don't look like her at all. How can she even relate to me? But then you start diving into like your social media stuff and your lifestyle and they're like, oh my gosh, she has so much in common with me. And those people that are willing to dive deep are the ones that, um, end up staying on for and sure. watching things. And the, so I think <clears throat> a lot of the issue is just that initial, like... Mm-hmm. The, the initial sell yeah. of you, they're like, no. Yeah. Even though it's a great product that yeah. they would totally be game for purchasing again and again and again. For
1: sure.
0: Um, there was something, too, that I watched a recent uh, video with Billboard and they were talking with... They had a bunch of RuPaul drag queens... Yeah. I can't speak. <laughs> drag race queens on... And they were um, a bunch of queens that were queens of color and um, uh, being trans, too. And they were talking about um, how on social media, like Instagram, the there's a handful of white drag race girls that yeah. have, like, million-plus yeah. followers. Yet all of the um, ones of color, even though they're, like, amazing and yeah. they win, like, uh miscongeniality on this show, right. and everyone loves them. They're not as followed. And you're yeah. just kind of like, why? Yeah, And they even made a point in the video at the end to be like, well, actually, like post this video, two queens of color just hit a million, yeah, compared to like the ten oh that gosh. are like white and that have already done like a million way above. Yeah, um, and they're like, not to say, <laughs> It doesn't mean we should not talk about it just because two hit the mark. For like, sure. oh, everything's right. okay. You yeah. <laughs> made it,
1: guys. We're you made good.
0: it. You made it. Um, and I think a lot of that stems from that initial. Yeah. That initial look.
1: Totally. Those initial 10 Totally. Seconds. For sure. I totally agree, and It, is, it can be very, very frustrating. Um, I mean, YouTube just came out with their list of highest-paid creators, and. You can take a couple guesses about what was on the list, but they were all men. Spoiler alert. All men. What? Um, Like, that's just,
0: it's just crazy to me. Because you even think, like, to me, my uh, natural thing is marketing. Like, I don't think men consume content as much as women. And you're just like, you'd think more women consuming content, more women following other women, more viewing other women. Yeah, just but yeah, they're people.
1: they're all men. And I think maybe two of them were men of colour. I think two. One of which Of was, how many would you say? I think there was at least ten.
0: Ten. Okay.
1: Yeah. No no black creators. So I think they're all like um Asian maybe one Latino. Yeah one that I'm very happy to announce was a seven-year-old, seven or eight-year-old <laughs> who's wrecking in a cool Those 22. parents are,
0: they're like, go, sweetie. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. They're like total uh, yeah. momager. Yeah. Like, you got this.
1: Yeah, but he was a, he's adorable. A little brown seven-year-old who's making $22 million reviewing toys. So good for him. You know, he's living <laughs> his best life. I'm very proud of that one, but everybody else... Not, oh my gosh, that's nothing. gotta be so weird
0: for the parents. Oh, yeah.
1: They're like, like stage parents. Just
0: feel like, my kid makes...
1: 22
0: million dollars a year, and I have access to do whatever I want with that.
1: Yeah, kind of scary. well, that's like
0: that one celebrity, she disowned her mom. Yeah, because her mom tried to steal her money. Yeah, and I'm like, that's like people don't think about how sad that must be. I know, be. you know what I mean? I like, know. Oh, it's yeah. just bad, but that's anyway. a side point. <laughs> yeah, the, the, there are a
1: lot of people, women of color specifically, a lot of women on YouTube, and it's mm-hmm. just crazy to me that. Not one of them.
0: There's so many. Is, I see so many.
1: You know?
0: Yeah. Not one of them made the list of yeah. being top paid.
1: Yeah. It's sad to me, but...
0: And you think, because even, like, YouTube's not even a... Corp- no offense to corporations, yeah. but we all know the yeah. issues that are in corporations, especially For with sure. women, but, like, YouTube's, like, a free form. Totally. Almost, like, a type of...
1: It's, like, user-generated. It's It's user-generated.
0: So it has to really reflect the social side or just society in general rather than a corporate structure where, like, people are, you know,
1: chosen, I guess, a little
0: bit more intently. For sure. Do you feel like um, comparing a creator of color to um, someone like a – a PewDiePie mm-hmm. we'll just say like starting off who
1: has a racist past by the way Let's who has a racist
0: <laughs> past <laughs> well he was on the list but that's on the other
1: thing sorry to interrupt your question but that was the other frustrating thing yeah. is I think at least two to three of those creators on that list did have racist past like yeah. have been shown doing really just there was a
0: guy in Vine that was they, they like had a racist remark and like it just kind of blew over yeah. and you're just kind of like, like eh. you know which influence <laughs> he has like if a celebrity does something people just like crack them yeah. down yeah. and I'm like they the influencers have more influence than celebrities do. Sure. So like yeah. why is there not a higher standard held in society today? Um but no. <laughs> but thinking in that, uh, accessibility. Yeah. Cause to me, I mean, you could really have a YouTube channel and not even have yeah. that great of like camera, mm-hmm. you don't need a lot of production yeah. with it. You do need access to like an editing tool, yeah. which I think is something too. But do you think creators wise is there the same amount? Mm-hmm. Would you say? Do you think? Do you feel like accessibility wise there might be issues, or I don't want to say accessibility, but also like motivation? Yeah, because there's not as many um, being shown.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I. I think that that's often something that people – like when when we're talking about corporations, I think mm-hmm. one of the things that a lot of people lean on, which always makes me so mad, is like, well, there's just not enough black candidates out there. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, like, cautious to say that it is a problem with the number of creators because I just – I don't necessarily think that's true, and I think mm-hmm. that's something maybe that YouTube might say to make it look better for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, no, like, are you kidding me? There's amazing people of all ethnicities and races and backgrounds doing cool things on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just are. Um, you can find any subgroup that you want to, and you know, look at the furry community. Like, the furries yeah. have taken up like, and I'm not yeah. even making like that's no. awesome. Like, you know, you can find such niche. Everyone has a on, chance. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, totally. That's what I think to so, um. But with that said, you know, I do definitely think a lot of these people who started on YouTube, for example, um, like a lot of the most popular beauty gurus, for example, started when they were like 14. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even have a computer until I was, I think, 14. I mean, granted, I'm from a different generation, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, I do think it would be cool if we invested in, you know, uh, like at your local Boys and Gr- Girls Club. If yeah. there's you know, programs for people to learn how to operate a camera. And actually my boyfriend, Norris, he does some of that stuff in a community group Mm -hmm. here in Detroit. So that's cool. But yeah, I mean, I definitely think that there's always going to be a bit of that, especially when you're talking about like, um, you know, disadvantaged youth of any mm-hmm. color. Like, you just don't have the accessibility to a high-quality camera and high-speed internet necessarily. Yeah,
0: which I think um, builds confidence. For sure. You know, like, when, you, when I get nice equipment, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, I, can, yeah. do this. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to sure. make something today. I'm going to make something today. I'm going to make it on the fly. It's not, it doesn't become as much of yeah. a, a task.
1: Yeah, for um, sure. But I also feel like there is a confidence part, which I think is more –
0: Almost for, like fear too, yeah, of like being, yeah, exposing yourself totally. to a world that, you know, could have an issue with you. Yeah, <laughs>
1: totally. For you know, for me personally, I think that's where it comes into play more because I have obviously the equipment, I have the money to buy things if I need to, mm-hmm. but it is it's like discouraging to. Like I said, you know, to see people doing, like, these amazing things for posting, you know, five videos that I've already done, (laughs) basically, and they get invited to fly out to this panel and all this stuff, it is frustrating. It's like, why am I even doing this? And then there's certainly, like, the really nasty side of... you know, like just outright racism. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get racist comments every once in a while, and yeah. I, I had to block like on YouTube. You can block certain keywords, and like I have to block like the N word, which, yeah. like, really, which is like really like I don't. <laughs> and see, like
0: that's the difference too. Like when mm-hmm. I'm doing the tags for, I don't even have to think about yeah. that because it's like well, granted, I'm not that big yet, yeah. but um, just the fact that you even have to think about that, yeah. it's a completely different world. Totally.
1: <laughs> yeah, I posted. Um, we did the ancestry DNA test. And that's, I think that's my biggest video to date. It has like over 300,000 views. And my boyfriend and I both did it together, who he's a black man. And we the, just, if you want to ruin your day, just <laughs> look through the comments section of that video. I mean, I try to delete the really bad ones because I don't yeah. want other people to see that or like kids to go on there and see that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was like, wow, the internet is a scary place when I posted. And people that, feel more you know, confident
0: behind the screen. Yeah. I mean, the same thing with like even like online dating people mm-hmm. like say like crazy things and you're just like what the <laughs>
1: yeah yeah well i think people want to be
0: heard yeah and it's like you just can't give them that satisfaction i think <laughs> and i
1: think especially with that deleting, video it's a good
0: way to do that be like yeah whatever like, yeah. like don't, don't no. even respond don't even it. respond don't bother
1: but i think especially with that video because it did kind of blow up i think people feel more confident when it's bigger too because when mm. it's like oh this video only has a hundred views like they're definitely gonna see my comment. I think a lot of times they they still don't realize that like I'm moderating all those comments. Like yeah. I read every single comment I get. Yeah. <laughs> so it, they kind of get that courage. It's it's the same thing with like a celebrity. You know, like you feel like you can criticize any celebrity because they're never gonna they're see it. They're celebrity. They're never gonna
0: see it. But they might. I think they do. They I might. think a lot
1: of them probably do. And that's they, they're still people. Yeah. But anyway,
0: <laughs> um, and I think too the thing that everyone could kind of do. Um, I think what you're doing is great because I know that you support creators of color mm-hmm. um, and going to speak at certain events, even too. Mm-hmm. And in general, just having your channel be there and accessible for people is fantastic. Yeah. And I think I just watched this video too of how in the 1% of rich in the US, 1% of those are people of color.
1: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah.
0: Um, and so, but they were like, yep. And they're like, how do you fix that? And they're like, well, we literally do nothing but support and bring up yeah. more people of color, to be, be yeah. have entrepreneurship or to have mentorship and really try to build them up. So I think what you're doing right now is a good way to do it. But at the same time, yeah. too, um, in order for it to be a faster process <laughs> and to get more people in the top ten, I think it's people have to dig a little deeper. For sure. To, um, one, see more in other people. Um, but as a society, I think just becoming more comfortable yeah. with things that are different, but, yeah. this, but the same. It's like, it's yeah. like when you want to say it's different.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, and we need allies. Like I'm only mm-hmm. one person and I'm a relatively small creator. So yeah, yeah like I, somebody from like last season, season of my podcast actually brought this up to me and was like, oh my gosh, like, I think it's awesome that you've had such a diverse group of guests on your show. And like, mm-hmm. that's something I didn't even think about. Like, it's not like an effort I make. Mm-hmm. It's just how I live my life. Like, yeah. My life, I've always had a multicultural friend group and yeah. different, you know, gender identities and everything. Like, yeah. that's just how I am because I don't care. And it's you kind of... You don't see that. You just yeah. see interest.
0: interests. Yeah. And, you're
1: and it's, it's almost weird to me to think that people live a different way. <laughs> like, that, that's a shocking thing that I had, I don't know, like, a Latina and a couple of black people on my show. Like, that's mm-hmm. not, like, life-changing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I just want people to start thinking about that. But we do – we need, like, allies who are also thinking that way because I'm only one person and, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah.
0: Just like the gay community did. Totally. Like, it's, for me, similar to you, if I'm sitting there being, like, gay people are great. (laughs) And then to, like, a person who doesn't like gays. Yeah. But then somebody who's straight or Mm -hmm. just an ally – it's like, no, 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 they mean this. They're like, oh, like yeah. I know, I, I visually saw that happen with a conversation of something I said once. Yeah. And it works. It just works a lot For better sure. and it helps just translate it, mm-hmm. even though it's the same language a lot of the time in this kind of scenario. Yeah. Um, it can be
1: kind of the bridge. I and think. It, exactly. You know?
0: Bridging the gap, mm-hmm. I think, is ultimately what people need to be doing. For sure. In that, con- kind of context too I know we want to talk about being gender neutral yeah which I think is something that's coming up yeah. a lot now yeah um, I know that even I think Sean Mendez mm. said that he and all of his future songs is going to be use nice. gender neutral language which I was like wow. thinking exactly with him yeah because I heard one of his songs and he just like says like her 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 yeah. girl whatever and I'm like you know how big you are in the gay community? Like you're com- not, <laughs> not to say that people aren't going to listen to you in there, yeah. but like you're completely shutting those ears off from yeah. being relating to your music because, or like a commercial I just saw was like for jewelry and mm-hmm. it was like, give her the gift that she wants. Yeah. Give her. And I'm like, you're literally cutting out all gays from yeah. being more tentative to your ad.
1: Yeah. That's a really interesting point. And I think you're going to like one of my episodes of my new podcast that, mm-hmm. that I, i like reviewed this album and I really love this song, but it's super like heteronormative Mm -hmm. (laughs) and okay. So I'm obviously not a part of the LGBTQ community. I would like to think that I'm an ally and that I'm always trying to be a better ally. Like, I think that's same with being an ally for, you know, women or women of color or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I think you have to constantly be in a state of learning and wanting to better yourself and like be a better support or whatever. But, um, I guess I can relate it somewhat back to, like, being, um, you know, a person of color. I know, mm-hmm. like, one of my favorite movies is The Virgin Suicides. And I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a not. Sofia Coppola movie. Another and movie she, we need to watch. Yeah. We need to have a movie day, seriously. <laughs> um, but this one's kind of dark. Anyway, Sofia Coppola, she does a lot of videos, or a lot of videos, movies for, like, white women. Like, let's just be honest. Like, yeah. her, the protagonists in her movies are always, like, beautiful white women who grew up to in, like, extreme amount of privilege, whatever. And I remember telling someone that was my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies, and they're like, that movie doesn't speak to me. Like, I don't relate to that movie at all. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, here's my... Cha- this is like, my devil's advocate to your statement. Yeah. Is I don't necessarily think in art, like, movies and music, that we have to relate to every story. Mm-hmm. I, I think, like, those pieces of art are often so personal. Like, if I was going to write a song, it'd probably be about a dude because I personally fall in love with dudes. Yeah. But... Definitely, like I, I love that he's doing that. I think like that's great, and definitely when it comes to advertising, I think like we are we have a responsibility to do that. In my opinion,
0: advertising is very powerful, and it's I don't think so a lot of people realize how things are kind of curved from For ads. Sure. <laughs> For
1: sure, like we're in the, different the, forms. Yeah, it's not your obvious thing. We're the voice of you know our clients or our jobs or mm-hmm. you know our whatever, and so I think it's our responsibility to be inclusive in every way that we can. And again, like, this is something that I'm still always learning, but that, I know that's one thing, big thing that I've been trying to do with my business in the past, I don't know, like, whatever, year, two years, whatever, is just trying whenever I can and whenever it makes sense to be gender neutral. Like, it's not that hard. And honestly, it just makes more sense. Like, because you, you get rid of the risk of offending somebody. You reach more audiences. Yeah, totally. Like, it just makes more sense. So... Totally. When it makes sense, do it. That's my. I've thought even on noticed, it. like
0: Apple, they mm-hmm. in their ads they use very gender neutral yeah. looking people. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's just cool. like I
0: think a lot of companies um, use uh, racially ambiguous totally. people as well. I know that I was working with a project and yeah. they were just like, we found a guy who wasn't the best actor, yeah. but he's the most yeah relatable. racially and ambiguous and most relatable. So yeah. like, we have to use him, it's which amazing. I thought was good because um one it, I mean it does benefit them right but two it also just brings yeah. a little bit more connection into there too for sure um so it's, it's I, would you it's say good it's
1: different business but it's also say. a responsibility I think
0: yeah exactly and I think overall too when it comes to like gender and race too I think a lot of people are scared to talk about it yeah and I think that it would, it's I want to say it's better to point it out because mm-hmm. i don't want that to be a yeah. trend but it's good to acknowledge like the one thing i hear with people they're like um when they talk about uh race yeah they're like acknowledging that you have a privilege acknowledging that you are mm-hmm. different and that you have the upper hand in some type of way yeah. is the first step towards like becoming more supportive in a way. For sure. I think it helps talk about it. Would you agree?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think like the whole privilege conversation, like, again, like I feel a very dual consciousness in a way to this because I understand that I do have privilege myself and I, I've had an evolution. Like I remember the first time someone told me I have white privilege and I was so offended. I was like, what do you mean? Like look at me. Like, and it took me a while, you know, to like get to that point where I understand what that means. And Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the first step, and it doesn't mean that you should feel guilty for it. No. Like that's a whole other thing, like white guilt and all that. Like, no, mm-hmm. don't don't do that. Like, that's not what anyone's saying. It's just simply understanding that you come from a different place, so, when, in terms of society, you yeah. know, and you have to be understanding of the fact that not everybody had the same advantages of you, specifically due to your race. Like, yeah. you know, so yeah, that's a whole conversation. But I think
0: don't hate in silence yeah, not even hate yeah. but like don't don't judge in silence yeah. just ask and for sure. learn for and sure. figure out and that was um, I think what really changed things um, for the gay community and I would yeah. think what changes things for um, being more accepting of different races and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that it's really education for and sure. just googling something to say like hey
1: yeah
0: how is this how did this go yeah. what's happening
1: totally how do I help
0: what's go- going on yeah
1: Google is great and like having a trusted friend, like I said, like Mm -hmm. me being an ally, I hope that, you know, my friends who are part of the LGBTQ community, like we have open discussions and like Mm -hmm. I think that they know that I'm right here. Jeez. I'm thinking of one of my best friends. Too. <laughs> one of my other. No, yeah. No, yeah. You have other friends but, here. <laughs> I know you have, I guess you have other friends. <laughs> you have other friends? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of one of my other best friends yeah. who, um, yeah, anyway, we have open discussions and like I hope that you both know that I'm coming from a place of love and if I have a question, like that I want to know because exactly. I want like, it's from a place of love. And it's same for like, me <laughs> to you, yeah. having that
0: safe space yeah. to be like, hey,
1: yeah, tell me your about- thoughts on
0: this because I hear a lot of different opinions. Totally,
1: totally. <laughs> and so, I'd rather
0: go to the source. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's important to ha- be able to have those conversations with somebody who you know knows you and who yeah. you can trust and feel like you're having you know a safe. Yeah, just like somebody,
0: somebody asked me once, they're like, so do gay men have like rings at a wedding? (laughs) Not that that's like offensive or anything, but I was like, yes, like, I mean, they don't have to, I guess, right? But like, um, yes, that does happen. It's, you know, like in other, like in other weddings too. Totally. But
1: like some people just don't know, like
0: if you... No, it was an an innocent ask. It wasn't like it was anything like he was trying to like judge me in any kind of way Mm -hmm. or say anything too. For sure.
1: Um,
0: and I had to watch that too. I had to watch to myself, like granted... Uh, if people did say things that were, like, offensive, yeah. I, of well, course yeah. I'm going to feel a little bit bad. Yeah. But a lot of times they don't realize it. Yeah. Or they don't have to. And, like, being sensitive, but also being like, okay, yeah. but you, what can you do better here? Yeah. Okay. Let's, For sure. You know, let's actually make the, the educational point, maybe. Totally. Um, totally. Okay. I think that was a great conversation. Yay! <laughs> uh, I hope everyone uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. And so the... To kind of cap it off to the the point, and you'll see in the rest of these podcasts, is that we want to dive a little deeper into everyday people and kind of getting those different layers um, that people don't see Mm -hmm. and really seeing that everyone is on the spectrum when it comes to their personality interests and that we can all relate a little bit more, I hope, after doing uh, and after talking about all that. We're all family, you know? We're all family. <laughs> it's in the fam. <laughs> Let's bring each other up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh-